I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah, the scary thing is that those people were our age. <laughs> All right, how, how's this? Any better? Much better. Thank still, you. Yeah, okay. better. What'd you so change? Wait, I, 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 nothing. I just restarted Skype. Okay. Uh, I I don't know what world I'm living in where you're on a skateboard and Tony Hawk is uh, with a, a French pastry chef making chocolate skate. I don't, I don't even know what world this is anymore. Uh, I, I, I bought it. So I've been thinking wait, about so buying a skateboard, a skateboard for a while. Yeah. You I mean, I used to skate a little bit. Like, basically, what you're seeing right there is what I was able to do as a kid, right? Right. Like, I was never a good skateboarder. I could ollie. I could skate around. I could go up and down a ramp and do a backside kick turn. Like, that's about it, right? Like, that. I was never a great skateboarder. I was always way too scared of getting hurt to, like, try anything crazy. <coughs> but so, now you've thrown caution to the wind. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're nearing 50. You thought, if not now, when? Well... Honestly, yes. Like sort of a, if not now, when? Yeah. Um, right. So I last week I got a call from a friend who said, uh, hey, uh, this this woman I know, this girlfriend of mine uh, is getting married at City Hall. On a skateboard. <laughs> tomorrow at the last minute. And like they just want somebody to take some pictures afterwards. And I know that's not your thing, whatever. And I was like, I tried to find one of my wedding friends to do it. You know, I called Alicia and some other people. And I was like, actually, mostly just Alicia because she's the best. Um, anyway, I, I, I text her. I was like, you're not free tomorrow morning, are you? And she's like, no, I got another gig. And I'm like, crap. And I was like, I'm not going to make these people's lives harder than it already is, like trying to do a last minute wedding. You know what I mean? For So I was like, fine, I'll do it. So they they paid me some bucks to go take their picture for an hour. Um, and uh, Wait, at, at City Hall or where did you go? Yeah, at City Hall. Um, yeah, yeah. So so and in fact, in the room that I got married in. So it was kind of fun. Uh, and Wait, which one which one did you get in? To the we right. In- like they're, they're, the when right. you go into the thing, it's like you can go when they go into the actual rooms. There's one that's like to the east and one that's to the west. Yeah, I think that's the one we got in as well. The to east. the right. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I so think. trifecta. I um, so anyway, it was fine. It was nice. They were very sweet people. You know, it's just, it's not my thing, right? I don't think I'm particularly good at it. And there's no light in that room, by the way. Like, how is it ISO 6400, 125th oh, of a wow. second at 5.6? Like, there's no light, you know? Wow. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. So I leave and I was just thinking to myself, you know what? Life is short. You just made some bucks. <laughs> the hell with it. Go, go buy a skateboard. Why not buy a skateboard? So yeah. I went to this place. I mean, I, it's better than buying a tuba, I guess. Slightly, only slightly. So I walk <laughs> into the place and of course, like all these skate shops are actually run by old guys, you know, like, Oh, are they? See, I was like thinking it was age. like a scene from uh, point break, you know, the, when, when Keanu buys a surfboard, yeah, no, <laughs> the, the, you, you would, there's like the 12 year old behind the counter. You would totally think that. And I walk in and not only is like an older guy who runs the place and he was very sweet. Um, I actually went to two skate shops last week, both run by older guys. Um, and uh, all these young kids were coming in because they were doing a raffle for some Nike skate shoe that was, you know, some, you know, they're dropping this, you know, six pairs of these shoes next week. And so you could win one if you put your thing in the thing. And um, 
And he had to keep yelling at all these kids, like, fill it out outside. Put it in the box. Read the Instagram post. Get out. (laughs) Anyway. Basically, if you owned the skate shop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was basically, it was the the OTP skate shop. Um, And so... So the so the guy I, I was just like I'm looking and and the, the guy says uh, you know hey can I help you and I was like yeah um, so I haven't skateboarded in 30 years so you know and he's like well what what size board did you ride when you used to ride I was like I used to ride those boards because they've reissued all the old Powell Peralta stuff like oh, the old really? school nine and a half yeah, inch yeah, yeah. you know yeah. the Caballero and the Hawk and the all those right they've how they've, funny. Yeah. And I was, and I said, but I don't want one of those. I want one of these popsicle boards. I like the idea that it's sort of symmetrical. And he goes, well, if you really want to go symmetrical, because most of those ones that have sort of tails at both ends, the front is actually longer than the back because they're meant mm. to do like front slides, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the front. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to be doing that. I, the idea of it being perfectly symmetrical is kind of cool, you know? So there's this brand girl skateboards. And it has like the logo of, um, you know, like a women's room logo, you know, like a little stick figure with a skirt kind of mm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's it's they made it such so that it's sort of cut it down vertically, right? Like that that logo and flip it so that basically here I'll send you a picture. The the whole thing is could you could look at the skateboard either way and it would look identical. So they kind of made it a oh, got you. Got you. you know, okay. they, so they even made the it a, logo plays on the symmetry kind of thing. Exactly, which I thought was kind of cool. And it's actually a kind of a yeah. neat looking skateboard. Look, at, I sent you the design and to text. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I right? got it. I got it. And I thought, hey, you know what? I'm all, I'm pro women. So like girl skateboard, you know, like if that's a thing, like great, I'll be progressive, you know, oh, only to come home to find out that it was started in the late 90s by two guys, one of whom said the other one skated like a girl. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm like no. <laughs> anyway, the video the video that I just sent you was the first time I've stood on it. I went yesterday to the skate park a couple stubby stops away. And I'm all alone there and I just start like you skateboarded a bit, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like just tic-tacking around like you know, like getting speed and kind of like carving around and and just trying to get used to being balanced on the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm like, okay, that's, that's pretty good. You know, I'm all right. And I had, I had my wrist guards on and I was, you know, and I'm just like tic-tacking around. And, um, I like, was just like, oh, I'll just, I'll like go up this side of the ramp. And I like went up just a little bit and turned around and it worked. And I was like, oh, cool. And so I went up the other side and turned around just a little bit, like lower than you're even seeing in this video, you know, just like barely right. going up the thing. Yeah. 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 And then at one point I go up and I just like went down fakey, just like went down the way I came, you know, like just went backwards. I didn't turn, you know, mm-hmm. and I go to the other side and I'm like kind of going up backwards now up the other side of the ramp and very, very little. And I just put way too much weight on the front foot and the board went Phew! like way <laughs> flying up the ramp, you know, and I, you know, equal and opposite reaction. I go yeah, yeah, sure. down to the ground concrete. You, know? you didn't hurt yourself, did you? I slammed my hip kind of hard, not hard, just sort of like I felt it. I feel it today and I felt it yesterday. Oh, I mean, yikes. not, not bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that point yeah. I was like, let me put on these knee pads, even if I'm just yeah, right. doing little yeah, right. stuff. Um, but you know what? I pretty much had the ability to do all of the things that I was able to do as a kid the first day. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, mm. I wasn't a good skater as a kid, but whatever skating I did know how to do, 
I could go up and do a kick turn and go back the other side and pump the ramp a little bit, you know, like, which is the most I was ever able to do. So right. I was actually pretty proud of myself, but it, it so your question that of like, it's pretty funny. <laughs> is this stupid? That My friend really Brad looks at I, me and he says, I said, I bought a skateboard and he looks at me. There's completely dry. And he goes, you know, you're 48, right? <laughs> yeah brad yeah brad i'm aware <laughs> but you know the 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 heart wants what the heart wants i, I you know I, am i, I crazy been, am i stupid no 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 not at all i i have really been wanting to get back out and water ski again because i used to love water skiing as water a kid, ski? and, and i did, Where it did it you water ski? Yeah, have a suit because we had a house at the lake oh right so, okay you know i mean i've i've been skiing since i was four or five years old when my dad threw me in the lake and said, when you get up, you can get back in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, da- really. That's your how dad was a hell of a guy. <laughs> yeah, he really was. <laughs> okay. Three hours later, I'm waterlogged in Lake Shasta yeah. and he drags me yeah. back in the boat. <laughs> okay. So, but I mean, is now I've never water skied. Nowadays you see kids who are three years old doing flips and you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, I was never that guy. Well, and that is I, the, I just, yeah. It was the calm of it that I liked. Sure. I mean, I, and, and to me, even with the skateboarding stuff, that's also my problem with the skateboarding is that there are literally kids who are three years old doing tricks that Rodney Mullen couldn't do in the 80s. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. And you just think, how did this progress so much so quickly? You know, I, I, it, See, I don't I, understand. I thought, like when you said skateboard, I I was thinking, I'm, I'm imagining you. Like a longboard? Uh, yeah, like Casey or like Casey Neistat style riding a boosted board around New York City. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't need a powered skateboard. That seems dangerous. <laughs> um, you know Since what I mean? The guy who who hip planted off the off the ramp. Well, you know, you fall, you slam, it happens. Um, but no, you're right. You're right. I just if there, you're dealing with traffic. Like even here, I didn't ride my skateboard to the skate park. I walked the skateboard to the skate park with a bag full of pads. You know. Um, I realize that I'm old and I realize that, you know, so will you use it as, as some sort of transportation or do you see yourself always only going to a skate park and, and avoiding sort of city traffic altogether? Or do you just uh, need to kind of get your, get your skate legs as it were? No, I don't want to ride it. I don't want to ride it on the street. I was never like a transportation skateboard guy. For me, it was always, oh, I'm skating around the driveway and i'm going down to the mall and skating you know like real basic stuff with my friends um yeah i don't i don't need it for i i can i walk just fine you know <laughs> and i want to continue to walk just fine <laughs> is that stupid no 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 it's good it's good i mean safety first right we're we're at that age i yeah do you worry about do you not do things because you might get hurt doing them I mean, you're a few uh, yeah, years older than me, but like, is that, a, is that an actual conscious thought? I don't ride, I don't ride my bicycle on the street anymore. And it's not because I've gotten older. It's because I've been hit three times and I don't want to hit, get hit a fourth. Who hits you? Cars. Did you deserve it? No. Okay. No. Wait, they, they, no, wait, the you're, first one, you're just riding along and they bump into you? First one, uh, first one, I was on my way to school uh, in college and I had the right of way all the way down and there were stop signs crossing and a woman blew through a stop sign and clipped my back tire and sent me over the handlebars into the street. Yeah. Uh, second one, a guy in a van, I was riding through Long Beach, guy in a van 
in the far left lane decided he wanted the parking place right in front of me and drove across three lanes of traffic and stopped and I slammed into the back of the van. And the third one, I think the third one, somebody was parking and they opened their door and I clipped the door. Yeah, these are the reasons why I don't really ride a bike. I mean, you know, my friend Dan is like a super bike rider guy. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's mega bike rider. And, but you know, there's been times where somebody doors him and he goes flying over and he breaks his collarbone or whatever. It's like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I can use the subway or I can use my feet. It's, I I don't like a, a few years ago, my friend Kevin, uh, fell on his road bike and broke his arm. And it, it, like when we were kids, if, if somebody broke their arm at school, they'd be back with a cast by lunch. Right. And, yeah. and that was just kind of the way it is. But like, he had to have like seven pins in his arm and have surgery. And like, it took yeah. weeks and weeks. Like I, I have no desire to go through that level of, of rehabilitation. Yeah. So I just ride on trails and I, I stay off of, uh, off of the main drag. I mean, I think I need to, I mean, I have a helmet, I have a good sort of like, you know, full head bike helmet, you know, like one of those, you know, big bike helmets that I can use as like a skate helmet. And I think I yeah. might actually even buy elbow pads and be the guy who is completely padded up just because, yeah, it's I mean, not, it's why not? not? Because it. then you can be the guy to completely walk away instead of, you know, exactly grabbing yeah. your elbow and needing a ride to the hospital. Yeah. Although it's funny. I was there all alone for a while. Then this other guy shows up on inline skates. And proceeds to start oh, like rollerblades. Oh, wow. yeah. So he's rollerblades up to this in years. I know he roll he rolls up to a curb. He jumps up and he slides a little bit and then kicks himself off. And I was like, oh, so this wow. is, you know, right. And, and so this is 930 in the morning on a Monday. Right. So there's like no one there. And he was so, wearing a suit yeah. <laughs> because he was on his way to work. Well, so eventually <laughs> I start talking to the guy and his name is Alejandro. And, uh, I said, I said, yeah, this is my first time on a skateboard in 30 years. And he was just like, oh, you know, he's like, yeah, I did this as a teenager. And then I picked it up again during COVID just because it was something Mm -hmm. I could do outside that got me some exercise. Um, And so he's 40 and started doing this again. And he's like, here's me the first day. And it's him, you know, arms out. You know, you could just imagine the guy like, you know, like barely, you know. And now he's sliding on this thing and brings wax with him to wax the rail down and, you know. Oh, wow. Wow. So I just figured, I don't know. It's just, it was interesting. He's just like, yeah, just keep with it. Apparently there's another, there's like multiple other skate parks. There's one that Mark Gonzalez is like famous skater skates out in Bay Ridge. And then there's one closer to Dumbo that apparently has a nice bowl and, and it's much bigger. So you can just sort of, you can really carve around and just, you know, mm. uh, play on some other stuff. That's not just a ramp and a rail, you know? Um, right. Anyway, I don't know. Listen, I, it's going to be weird. He said that later in the afternoon, he says, once the schools get out, this place is packed with kids, you know, like See, so now you have to get another backpack so that you can take your, <laughs> your camera gear and you can be the guy who also has his, his board strapped Skateboard to his strapped backpack. To, yeah. yeah. So Appar- whenever you go on a shoot, you can take a little little R&R at the local skate park. Well, you're going to love this. So I go on YouTube and I said, learning skateboard as an old person, right? Like, let's let's see what's on. You know what I mean? Like, maybe there's tricks and tips oh, no. from some guy. <laughs> Swear to God, Jeffrey, guy comes on and his camera pointed at me. He's just like, yeah, you know, I was thinking about brain, uh, brain elasticity and like whether you can learn anything new as you get older. So... Starting skating at 27, it was really, and I'm, 
27. <laughs> 27. Right. And then he's just like, you know, I gave this up when I was 15 and I didn't know if I could actually, you know, can you skate after 20? I, I didn't know that that was possible. And I'm like, can you still chew solid food? <laughs> it was like that. And <laughs> I was just oh thinking to myself, oh, my Sit God. Sit down, you little shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's all these other people. Um, there, There's this young woman up near Syracuse who actually, it turns out, works for Syracuse University who picked up a skateboard during COVID because she you know, did very, very, very little skateboarding when she was in high school. And now she's an adult. And she decided she wanted to start skateboarding and, like, take it seriously. And so, you know, during the winter, she does freestyle skateboarding in her basement. And then she goes to the skate parks that are up there. And she, you know, and she has this whole series of videos where she's just like, all right, if you're scared to drop in, like, here's the process that I took to get me there. You know, try this. Try That's that. Funny. Don't worry about this. Make sure the weight's on your front foot. All this stuff that you can imagine, you know, we didn't have as kids. Other than your yeah, father yeah. yelling off the back of the boat. <laughs> Jeffrey, hold on, push your feet forward, you know, or no, whatever. No, there was no advice given. It was, it was, all right, we're going again. <laughs> yeah, Try something else. No, yeah, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you didn't know anybody who knew how to do an ollie and you're trying to figure yeah. it out based upon watching a Bones video, you know. Yeah, right, yeah, right. You know, and now you could say, how do I ollie? And there's 73 different videos about different ways of going about learning how to do it. Or, you know, effectiveness of your pop and how to get higher and how to set your tr – it's, the information overload on all of it is kind of amazing. Um, all right. How, how much of it – serious question. Not, yeah. not, 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 not for nothing. Serious question. Oh, boy. How much of this <laughs> – how much of this is you trying to hold on to the youth that you, you, you keep feeling that you're losing? Because you, you and I have talked several times and you, you really do have a thing about getting older. How much um, of that is this? Well, I think everyone has a thing about getting older, but. Uh, yeah, but I don't talk to everyone. I only talk to you. <laughs> You're, it's just the two of us. <laughs> Are you going to start singing the song now? <laughs> I was going to say, um, go on. You know you want to. <laughs> no, I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> um, it's not so much that I'm holding on to my youth because, listen, I, I worry about getting older, as everyone does, because I don't want to die, right? But I also... I know that it's inevitable, but I also don't want to, you know, I want to, I want to rage against the dying of the light a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not expecting to go out there and start doing backside airs out of a big pool. Right. Right. I just want to, I, I have memories of being scared of doing it when I was a kid and I want to see if, mm -hmm. and it always bothered me that I wasn't able to get over that fear. Interesting. So okay. let's, as an adult, see if I can get over that because I feel you know, the, the, the failures you've had in your life, I think some of them end up blocking you in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, even the guy I was, the Alejandro guy in the rollerblades, he said, uh, he was, he was talking about something and he's just like, you know, he's just like, one thing I've really learned is that if you slam or you decide you can't do a trick or whatever it is, like, don't just leave. You know, get up and do something you know how to do and like end on a good note, basically, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so that you mm -hmm. want to come back next time. Right. And I think that there's something to that. And, you know, it's, um, you know, I have those stupid Invisalign things, right? I have them out now because I okay. have a lisp when I have them in. Right. But my teeth weren't that bad. 
I, I had braces when I was a kid and I never wore my retainers. And I went through all kinds of surgeries where they had to expose teeth up in the roof of my mouth and slowly pull them down over six months. And it was, I had, I had phobias about going to the dentist because of that. I just had like a terrible time with that process when I was a kid. And, um, so now, you know, our dentist friend that we go to, um, hooked me up and, and sort of got me some aligners and I didn't, I did it partly because why not? I got a good deal on it. Right. You know, um, mm -hmm. and, and, and I was having a hard time getting floss between my teeth cause they were tight in the back. Cause I never wore my retainers when I was younger. So my teeth kind of fell yeah, back a yeah, little bit, yeah. but part of it, and I said this to somebody recently and they kind of laughed at me. I said, part of it is kind of me paying penance for the mistake I made as a kid. Like, I didn't wear my retainers as a wait, kid. So, wait, and that was a dumb so thing to do. You're punishing yourself? Is that, well, is that it's, it? It's not punishing, but it's like, you know what? You did that wrong. Make it right. You wow. know? Okay. So, you know what? You're going to have these things in your mouth for the next two years to get your teeth right. correct. So that, you know, and, and, and it's not about, I don't really care how they, my, my, my teeth look better now than they did a year and a half ago, but I don't. I'm not looking to, you know, get ahead in life because I have nice pearly straight teeth, you know. Um, <laughs> um, You're gorgeous, Wadman. But but there is an element of it where it's like, okay, you messed up before. Yeah. And 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 you know what? That it's always bothered you that you went through years of braces and then didn't wear your retainers. So right. get your teeth straight. So you again. did all of that work before, and then sort of said, yeah, but I'm not going to do this. I wasted it. I squandered it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. And, I got and, that. and to some extent with the skateboard thing, it's like, yeah, I, I don't expect to be a great skateboarder. I don't have whatever it is that the crazy skateboarders are doing. Mm -hmm. But if I can do more than I did as a kid, I will prove that it was just my mind that was the problem and not, you know what I mean? You shouldn't be yeah. scared of things. Lots of people drop into a three-foot mini ramp. I should be able to drop into a three-foot mini ramp. Like that is not something that is outside my physical ability, hmm. you know, and I'm in. So how do you, how do you see it playing out? How do you see it expanding? If, if, if this goes the way you think and hope like the, the thing with the Invisalign and now the, the it, it seems like there's maybe a pattern that you're, you're, uh, on some level writing the wrongs of childhood. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, you know, what I mean? you know, and it's not, I mean, it, those two happen to be from my childhood, but I'm sure there are things from my twenties that I should fix, you yeah, know what sure, I mean? Or thirties, sure, sure. you know, it's not just like, Oh, beat up on teenage bill. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> there were enough like, people in the neighborhood that did that. Exactly. It wasn't fun. <laughs> my father did enough of that. Um, <laughs> but, 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 you know, there, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. These were the two that, bothered me you know mm. and it started a couple of years ago a few years ago my friend everett uh who lives in the neighborhood had a skateboard one day just like had bought a skateboard. Wait, everett he, from like back in the day in the diner everett that Everett. yeah 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 oh wow okay yeah, so okay. everett used you know he's like family you know they live in the neighborhood yeah yeah sure we see him on holidays sure. and stuff and, um and he cuts my hair now he's a really good hair cutter um Anyway, he um, uh, he had a skateboard one day and he was just like standing there with it because he decided – and this is the thing I love about Everett. Everett's like one of those people who if he gets it in his head to do something, he just does it and he just like sucks the marrow out of it, right? So currently he's free diving and going hundreds of feet oh, wow. deep to like come back up. I had to go to Florida to get like, certified like out in the ocean or in a pool or where, where is he doing? Well, it? he was, he was doing a pool here, but then he, to get certified, he had to go into like an underwater cave in Florida. 
What? Do, I mean, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. What is exactly the right thing? I don't want to go thing. into a cave on dry land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, and then, you know, right before COVID, he decided he wanted to start cutting hair. So he quit his job at the restaurant he's working at and went to school for hair cutting at 40 whatever years old. Like he's that guy, right? Which I kind of love that. Yeah, I do too. It's like, this is the thing we love about Everett. So Everett one day years ago had a, had a little skateboard that he had bought because he decided he wanted to learn how to, vol- to ollie. And and I'm like, Everett, why'd you get a skateboard? He's like, oh, I want to learn how to ollie. And I said, I think I know how to ollie. And, and I grabbed his board and I just rolled a little bit and I got really lucky, Jeffrey. I was like, and landed. And he was like, holy crap, Bill knows how to ollie. <laughs> Once. And like, yeah, I've never been, you know, I tried it again and couldn't do it, I'm like, you know, but, 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 you know, there, so there, it got, it sort of got in my head then that I was like, ah, and then lately I've been watching all, did you watch the Tony Hawk documentary? Have we talked about that? Yeah. 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 It's really good. Um, it's really good. And that's yeah. got he me. Is somebody that's on my short list of people to talk to. I would love the opportunity to talk to him. Yeah, you just have to figure out a way to talk to him about stuff that he hasn't talked about before. You know what I mean? Like find exactly. an angle on it. Yeah, um, exactly. Because he's talked about all this stuff a million times. So it's sort of like, ah, yeah. how do you find an angle? Um, I, you know, I, I want to talk to him about only ever doing one thing because he's one of those few people. He's yeah. like Barbara Streisand or, or you know, I don't know. I'm blanking, but he's only ever ridden a skateboard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's true. And I kind of love that. And he's kind of done nothing. He's he gets up, he skateboards, and then yeah. Have you watched any of his? He does this interview show uh, with this guy Ellis, uh, something Ellis, the Australian guy with lots of tattoos on his head. Oh, you know, I've Jason I've, I've seen yeah yeah I've seen clips from it. I haven't watched a bunch of it. It's actually it it's good? the kind of yeah. It is, it, I mean, if you're just you know you're working down in the studio or whatever it is, and you want something on in the background, yeah, it's it's good. And they and especially when they're interviewing especially like the old bones guys, like the bones brigade guys who come in, you know, it's like Caballero comes in or Lance mountain comes in and they're, and they're just like talking about the old days and like bringing up stories and being like, Oh man, remember that time at whatever. And this happened and whatever. And so it's that, that stuff is really fun. Um, does it feel like they're still good or does it feel like they're doing it for the show? Skaters? Cause I'm always curious, like, well, no, just like, like former friends. Does, do, do you get the feeling that oh. they're all still tight and still friends? Oh, yeah. And I think that those guys especially are, um, they literally grew up together. You know what I mean? They, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They went through, they went through war together, you know, to, you know, they were together for years on tour and trying to outdo each other and in the videos and they were the, you know, so yeah, I think that they, they are all like brothers, I think is really yeah. what, it, what it's kind of like. Um, cool. Cool, cool. I don't know. It's just, it's just, a, I don't know. It's, it's neither here nor there. Anyway, skateboarding, that's. Wait, so go, go back to Everett know. for a second. Go back yeah. to Everett for a second. Have you, have you ever been that kind of person where you just go, I've got this thing going right now. It's pretty good. And I could keep doing this, but I kind of want to do this thing over here. So yeah. I'm just going to close the door on this other thing that I could keep doing and yep. be just fine. Yep. And go into the unknown and do this. That fascinates me. The the way that Everett does it too is that he is not at all scared to look like a fool at first. You know what mm. I mean? He's fine mm-hmm. going into something and saying, yeah, I suck. I'm a beginner. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Where I am very self-conscious about it, you know? 
Um, and so I, there's something about it where I still have too much of an ego and I'm worried about what people are going to say when I suck. Like I was there alone and skating around and I was fine. The guy showed up and I was skating around and, you know, he was on the rail and I was on the ramp and it was fine. And he was a nice guy, whatever. If some kids showed up, I would have left anyway, just because. Oh, really? Okay. Well, it's just like, you know, cause they're going to be a hundred times better than me and I'm 50 years old, you know? Right. Uh, it just gets awkward. But where yeah, see, ever the, doesn't the get awkward. Of, yeah. And that idea of just being willing to leap and you can't say, well, you know, Everett's 22. Of course he can do that. No, like he's, he's almost he's, my age. He's in his forties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that idea of leaping into the unknown, because I, I used mind, to be yeah. that way at, yeah. at a certain point, And then yeah. at a certain point I wasn't. I, I think that I do jump into different things, but I sort of do it in the, <laughs> how do I put this? It's sort of like you, you have one girlfriend and you start kind of hanging out with another girl until it becomes awkward. And then you're like, Oh, I guess I got to break up with that first one. You know, like that, that terrible thing that, mm. that, you know, we've all done before. It's, it's, it's a little bit like that because it's, you know, I'll, I'll even getting into photography. It's like, Oh, I'll just shoot some pictures and oh, I'll do this on the side. Well, I'm making music right. and I'm right. working the design stuff. And then, then there's a point at which it's like, well, maybe I should just lean into this a little bit, but it's never a, right. I'm going to stop doing photography and start doing screenwriting. And I'm only going to do screenwriting from now on. Right. Right. Well, and, and yeah, yeah. You know, and there are, but wow. there are people who can do that. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, you know, it's interesting. Your, your progression thing though, from earlier where it's like, okay, you've, you've done this, if it's, if it's your teeth and skateboarding, like what's next and, and how does this change things? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've spent 30 years feeling the way I do about the stuff that I'm not able to do or feeling like I'm not enough of a success. I don't know what enough of a su- success would mean. You know, that gets back to the definition thing we talk about all the time. But right. I definitely feel like there are things that hold me back that maybe are part of why I get depressed at times. So I'm trying to actively knock those out. And even yesterday, I, I, you know, Heather went to work and she's, it's getting to be the summer season where Heather works a lot. Mm-hmm. And so Heather leaves for work and, uh, I'm sitting here and I thought maybe I should go down to that skate park and try that thing out. And I'm just like, who do you, it's a Monday morning, get to work. You have stuff to retouch. You've got a whatever, you know? <laughs> So uh, even in my head, but yeah, you know, but it'll still be there when you get back. Yeah. But then, then I was almost trying to find excuses not to go to the skate park. Cause I was actually like a little scared of going to the skate park. Ah, uh, you know okay. what I mean? Because yeah, 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 yeah. I've never ridden a little ramp like that. You know, I've gone up a, a little quarter pipe before when I was a kid and we never had ramps where I lived. So even doing what I sent you the video of me doing, I'm kind of like, Oh, look at that. Not bad for, yeah. 48 you know I, I wonder where this is going to go I, I yeah I wonder where this is going to lead because this is another obstacle whether it's from your childhood or whether it's current it's it's an obstacle and and once you once you get on the other side of it I think I know you well enough to go to know that you're going to be like okay what's next yeah. Now, now I'm armed with this sort of feeling of I, I did this. Now, how else can I apply this? Or now yeah, what, what, yeah. what else can I do with this sort of success energy that I'm feeling? Yeah. I mean, think about it from 
you know, when it's a Sunday afternoon and there's a lot of things you need to do, I got to clean this, I got to do that, whatever I'm supposed to do. And you can't really get started on any of them. But then if you do do one of them, you do a second one and then you're just production, production city. You're just like, like right, blowing right, through right, stuff. Right, right, right. I wonder if it will be something like that. It's like, all right, your teeth are fixed. Now you can skateboard a ramp. Now what? You know, you're right. Right. Um, What's next? What? what and, and, and maybe it's not even what can I, what can I actively move into, but it's what can I allow myself to back into Sure. while I'm still doing this other stuff? What, what am I going to open myself up to, to maybe start exploring kind of like what you did with screenwriting? You know, you've started exploring that and you've written things and they've been good. And now you're like, okay, what, what, what do I do with this now? What do I do? I, do I sell this thing? Do I do? Well, a now series? I don't do anything because like, there's a writer strike. And if yeah, I show right. it to anybody, <laughs> I'm banned from the writer's guild forever. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, kill it before it even gets started. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, um, it's, it, yeah. you know, it, when that, when that little, when that little hurdle, well, maybe not a little hurdle, but you know, selling a movie or selling sure. a, a, a pilot or whatever it is, when you do that, do you lean into that for a while or do you go, okay, did that. Now, yeah. where else can I go? I don't know. What else do I, mean, I do? Let me ask you something. Do, do you think that what percentage of your reasons for not doing anything is fear? Honestly? Yeah. 85 plus. Okay. Yeah. What's the other 15%? Um, Cost, time. Yeah. Apathy. You know, like, mm, you know, no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm, I'm laughing because you know, it's, it's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm mid fifties. What do I have to prove? You know, like that, 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 sure. that kind of thing that you buy into, I see, I see the, uh, the, the, the backside of my life as, a, as, as a winding down, not a winding up for the backside of my life. Yeah. But, and what? I'm trying to get around that. In fact, I just. I just had a, an initial consult for a new therapist yesterday. Okay. Um, because I need some new tools. I need some new tools to see my life differently, more consistently. Sure. And not just the occasional like, oh gosh, I'm really lucky that I get to do like, okay, fine. Feel that way all the time and take that gratitude energy and apply it in a new way rather than just saying the words and still not acting or still being yeah. afraid or still being yeah. whatever it is. I mean, so many of these things are really just like standing at the top of the ramp with your board at the edge and you just got to lean forward and you will go down the ramp. It's like, yeah, but I, I can't lean forward. <laughs> you just pick it up yeah. and you walk down. Right. I mean, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of that um, in both of our lives in everybody's life. I think. I mean, I think everyone is terrified of stuff. Um, yeah. Well, and, and this, like this initial consult, they, they were, we were talking about, you know, what, why do you feel like you need to blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, that's, it's, I'm, there's anxiety of what's going on in the world. And, you know, you can't go to a mall and buy a pair of sneakers without worrying about being shot. You know, you can't yeah. stand at a bus stop to go to tri like just all of this stuff, you know, and if you're a God, if you're a child right now, if you're in school, I can't imagine the anxiety that kids in America deal with. Sure. I can't imagine it, you know, but, and but, she's like, well, yeah, but there's always been things that have gone like, okay, there, there have always been things that have gone on. Yes. And the internet makes us aware of it. Yes. But we've never had multiple shootings a day in this sure. country that just didn't get reported. Yeah. But, but 
you know, to play devil's advocate, does your worrying about it make it less likely to happen? No, it doesn't make it any less likely to happen, but worrying about it, worrying about it affects how I'm able to function in the world because I'm worried about it. Right, right, right. And because I'm worried about it, about not just me, but the people I love who are in separate places where I can't protect them as if I could anyway. But I mean, sure. the the three people who matter most to me, two people, you know, me, them, whatever, they're, they're, well, no, three, they're all in separate places and I can't do anything about it. I can't. So I, I can think about it. I can worry about it. But to your point, no, my level of worry doesn't have an effect on whether or not anything happens to them. Yeah. Ultimately, it has an effect on whether or not I'm able to function. Well, and if whether some, I'm able to go be creative or interesting right, it, or funny if, or if, whatever it is. If some guy 3000 miles away with an Air 15 stops you from making art in your studio downstairs, that is something different than what you've done before because you're scared about it. It's like. Is that a real problem or is that an excuse because you're scared of making something new? You know what I mean? I'm not saying that that's the thing. That's a, I'm just, that's a, no, that's a great question. That's a great question. And I I don't have an I mean, answer Obviously, the answer is that, like, no, it shouldn't stop you. So we're using these things as excuses to some extent, right? You know, but I, to, I know that some days I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to sit and think about this because I don't really have anything to say on canvas or on pen. like, so I'm right. just going to sit and worry, you know what I mean? So yeah, right. we do that. We totally. do those things. We, we do go, it well, all you know, the I can, time. yes. So that's a, that's a fantastic question that I, I probably should spend more time sitting with. I think we all should spend more time sitting with like, are we letting external things that, that we cannot control influence or prevent stop the internal things that we can control influence and, you know, what's interesting is that the, the, you, you switching from influence to prevent there for a moment, mm, I think yeah. prevent is the thing. I mean, it feels like a steel door goes down, shunk, you know, like to me, it's not, oh, it makes it really hard for me to do. It's just, it immobilizes me a lot of times. It's, it's paralysis. It's, yeah, they're, they're, exactly. it, 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 it's almost like it eliminates for a time anyway, it eliminates the ability to even move forward in that direction. Yes. Yeah. Even though to a large extent, those things, I mean, cut it right down the middle with a scalpel. Those are two different things. Me being worried about unhoused people or some guy on the subway attacking Heather on her way home. I can't control any of that, you know? Absolutely. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't make me stop making what I'm making. Even when you said, you know, oh, I'm in my mid fifties is, you know, the other side of my life and whatever. It's like, well, you know, get busy living or get busy dying. Like, you know, right. yeah, when you're right, 75, right, right. you're going to look back and say, you sat around at 55 because, you know, you just wasted 20 years, Sidoris. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I could imagine any, either of us beating ourselves up like that. 100%. And that's the reason to try and get some new tools because I, I don't, I know it's ridiculous yeah. to feel that way. I well, am. I'm, I'm glad that I you're am, doing that then. Yeah. I'm healthy. I'm happy-ish sometimes, but I, let's <laughs> let's stick with healthy. <laughs> I I am able to do these things. I'm able to go for a run, for a walk, for a bike, for a swim. I sure. I have you know most of my faculties in play, mm. and, and you know, <laughs> would we say most? <laughs> you know, so to your point, why why not? 
why not run the horse till it drops instead of just, you know, a slow walk? Yeah. What what are you saving it for? I don't know. Either way, you're going to be dead. That's why I need that's why I need help is because you're right. There is some part of me that is saving it for something, a better day, a different day. I don't know. But saying that that, look, I need to get some better tools to get a handle on this and and make some different choices for myself and the people around me I love that's 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 the most important thing I can do I think yeah yeah i mean it's like uh you know skateboarding as a metaphor for life you know yeah yeah um but i mean think about it you're you're processing you're processing not necessarily childhood trauma but things that traumatized you during your childhood as an adult and and that oh. that board is is the vehicle to do it even just zooming around the little skate park and going in circles and figure eights and whatever it is just having that those inputs being put into my brain yeah mm. i totally feel like i'm a kid again in that isn't that great isn't that yeah great? i mean it is kind of amazing yeah and i don't really think of myself as that old and it's weird because I'm in better yeah. shape now than I've been as an adult. So there's also this element. Yeah, same. Of, although it's funny same. because I get I I went there, I did the whole thing, and I came back and I was like, oh my god, my shoulders killing it. places that did not hit the ground at all. You know, wow. my hip, but my maybe, inside of my leg, you, like using muscles that I don't normally in a way. You know, I think it's just muscles I don't use normally. You know, yeah, this is just a different way of looking at. It. Oh, and then. Do you remember a few years ago I had the, that weird vertigo attack out of nowhere? Yes. Yes. So about three weeks ago, right before we went to uh, Vancouver, I woke up one morning, turned to look at Heather, and the whole room spun again. I was like, are you kidding <sighs> me? And I just – I stopped. Really? And I like stuck my head against the bed. And I said, Heather, go get me some scopolamine right now, like the drugs for, yeah. to fix it. And so I just laid there and I took some, whatever. And, and I had a few other little – wobbles but it generally went away kind of you know i mean it went away slowly and whatever and part of actually doing the skateboarding was like oh i wonder if me moving around like that on a skateboard will actually help reprogram my brain and actually help my balance you know by stressing my balance a little bit it'll actually help you know and actually it felt pretty good yesterday and i never got dizzy but there was definitely a part of me that thought is this really a good idea? Like there are, there are times when the room <laughs> right. spins, when I spin, like turn my head and you want me to go on a yeah. ramp, you know? Um, have, have you ever had that happen when you've been somewhere where you weren't able to do anything to control, like on a well, plane or, or you know, on a shoot even? It's, it's bothered me a little bit when I'm moving on the plane out to Vancouver. You know, if I had my eyes closed and a eye mask on, I was trying to sleep and then the plane started turning or something and i was thinking to myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wait is the plane turning or is my head turning because that's what it feels like you know if you don't have any external you know when you're on a plane and it's dark or you're in clouds and you can't tell you have no horizon and, yeah, sure, and all you sure. all you can tell is just from gravity shifting that that's that's the light version of what vertigo feels like be so the whole room is like tilting in a certain way and just kind of keeps going that way even mm. if you're on flat ground you know, so when you're on a plane and you don't have any reference, you're like, oh, crap, I have no idea where I am. The thing that I was worried about, actually, we got to we landed in Vancouver, rented a car and then drove up to Squamish. Have you been up there uh, to no, Vancouver? I haven't. OK, no, no, so no. 
so you, you, you have to kind of go across Vancouver city and then you go across a bridge and then you basically take this road up to Squamish, which is going up towards Whistler, like where there's, you know, skiing and all that stuff, basically getting out of town into the woods for, for a couple of days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the drive up this road was about an hour long in the rain and there's no lights and it's a winding mountain road. Oh, wow. And so you have no reference other than your your where your high beams are going in front of you. So you can see 150 feet in front of you and it's winding and twisting and turning. And I was like, man, this is a recipe for disaster for me. You know, get, get, get me off of this road quickly. Yeah. 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 And I can, there's a car, I don't know, quarter mile in front of me or less that I'm following its taillights. Like it's a 1980s video game, you know, like it's like, it's going a little left. Okay. I go a little little left. Like I'm actually just like following this thing. Keep it centered. Yeah. In the middle distance, stay on target, stay on target. And so I'm like going down the road and all I could think was, man, if I had to whip my head to the left to make sure some truck wasn't cutting me off or something right now and the world spun, we're screwed. You know, right. Heather and I could actually die, you know, um, when luckily when that take didn't happen. The, the medication, how long before you start seeing or feeling results? Is it, is Pretty it hours? Fast. Is it minutes? No, like it's, 15, it is, it 20 is. minutes. Yeah. Oh, really? They say wow. take it an hour before you're going to travel. Um, so yeah, it worked out and it, I mean, it was fine. Listen, it's, you know, that medication stops me from totally spinning, but it doesn't totally, you know, remove the sensation of moving, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but anyway, it's just, but it, yeah, it was, it was, it was really funny. And I, Hey, can we uh, talk about, so I think I, I texted you a little bit about this. I, I had a good friend's little brother die of an overdose the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I watched his, um, they had a memorial forum in LA and they had a zoom link. So I, I mm-hmm. logged onto the zoom. And there was all these people getting up there and every single one of the people who spoke was, you know, one of those recovering, you know, addict people, you know, people who had been through this a number of times, you know. Yeah. I yeah. met him How when was this person? My th- he was 41, oh, 40. Wow. Okay. But, you yeah. know, th- you know, everything was like, oh, I met him when I was going through my third stint at this rehab place. You know, I mean, it's all that kind of conversation, right. you know. Right. And. You know, we always make the joke, you know, you know, it's never a good idea. Heroin. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I went and uh, it, I immediately I, I, I walked <laughs> my friend Sandy that I do uh, the speaking of seeing things on YouTube with mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her mother lives in Vancouver by chance. Um, oh, so I went. Wow. Yeah. So I went and had dinner with her mother and and stepdad um, while I was in town and I just got the news, the bad news about my, my friend's brother. And, um, I, so I walked all the way to their house. It was like an hour and 20 minute walk. Like I walked across the city basically. Oh, um, wow. it wasn't that far, but it was, you know, far enough, you know, four miles or something. Um, and I got there early. And so I sat down on this bench and I'm watching these people like playing in this park. And I decided, you know, we have these college kids that, our relatives of ours that, that we love very much and mm-hmm. have kind of taken on a, a role with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I, I called the girls and I said, you know, Oh, how's finals going? Blah, blah, blah. I said, Hey, listen, 
I know I'm going to sound like an old person right now and I'm going to sound like a dad and I get that and I'm sorry, but I have to say it. I was like, just, I know you're in college. I know whatever, but like, don't even think about doing any hard drugs, you know, just like, just right. don't do right. it. Right, right, right. No pills, no Coke, no heroin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just don't do it. Um. Anyway, I just, I just wanted to say that for anybody out there who's in that world or whatever it is, like... Ooh, tell, tell your kids, you know, cause man, it's scary stuff. Um, and you know, people's families spending 20 years of their lives dealing with this stuff and then having a tragic end despite all of that, you know, um, did yeah. you have a lot of friends who got into that kind of stuff? Uh, I did not have a lot of friends. Uh, I had a couple friends that went down that road. My, my mom's brothers were all addicts at one point. In fact, uh, her oldest brother died of heroin over, overdose. Yeah. Uh, her youngest brother has been in and out of jail since he was 16 years old for yeah. substance abuse issues. And yeah, in it's... fact, I don't even know if, I don't know if they, I have no idea whether they are alive or dead. Really? No. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You know, you can't, can't do anybody else's time. Right. That's the old adage. Well, and, and, you know, I watched, I watched the behavior, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get, I just need some money. I just need the, and it just, it kept going on for years and years yeah, and over years and over and, and over again. Same thing. Yeah. Drained my grandmother of, of, you know, her happiness and retirement and, and like all of that tried to drain it just i got a call the last time i spoke to my uncle this was probably 99 or 2000 okay and so when you were still in your 40s and, yeah exactly <laughs> uh when he called and asked for money and i was like mm, no 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 yeah i've, I've watched this for most of my life with you and yeah. I hope you get the help you need, but no, thank you. I cannot enable that. And I, I haven't heard from any of them since. Yeah. You, you were, you were number six on the list that day. Maybe his, cause everyone else. Yeah. Said right. No. Yeah. That's what I mean. And that's, like, that's, right? that's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 And it's just, you know, there's know, the obligatory, Hey, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well now, Hey, oh, uh, by the way, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> can you, can you spare $42,000 for Yeah. Yeah, God, it just, it, it's so frustrating. And, you and, know, I, and I feel bad. I don't, I don't want to come off as like, you know, I don't care, but no. like you said, I, I can't fix this for you. You have to, you know, watch somebody who's had an alcohol problem or a drug problem and they've, and they've gotten on the other side of it. They will all tell you, you have to do it for you. You can't yep. do it for somebody else. You can't do it for a spouse, for a brother, for a sister, for a friend. You have to do it yep. for you. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. they have a they have serious problem with uh, unhoused people in drug stuff in Vancouver. Uh, it's like um, mm, Seattle mm -hmm. or Portland or San Francisco. And yeah. we were in this area that is, you know, I was walking with a friend of the show, Alan Bailward and his wife. And, and yeah, and I wife. saw that photo. How great yeah. that you got to spend some time with him. That's yeah, great. spent uh, we had dinner, the four of us. And then Alan and I, Alan came back into town and we he picked me up and we drove and went and took some pictures and. Let him play with the yeah. GFX, and I played with his. Uh, Before you take it back, H two. Yeah, well, I'm probably gonna sell <laughs> it, but yeah. Um, I've I have a shoot this afternoon. I packed the Pentax. 
that just tells you something. Um, what was, uh, did you use the Pentax? You posted something that, that showed you taking the picture and I couldn't tell what camera you were using, but it looked uh, like you were using it. It was Pentax the Pentax. Again. Yeah. I, last week I uh, was, I just had lunch with Cisco I was in town. And so, um, that's what it was. That's, yeah. that's what it was. It's what it was. And we were just walking around and I was like, here, go stand over there. And I happened to grab the Pentax when I was walking out the door and it was like, Oh, hello, old friend. Um, yeah. Anyway, the, the, uh, uh, I was walking with Alan and the four of us were walking and there was a guy and this was not even like a bad part of town. This was this, you know, area with all kinds of restaurants and bars and shops and stuff. And there was a guy smoking heroin off a piece of foil, like just sitting on a stool. Really? Just out in the open? Out in the open, main drag, just like, you know, lighter underneath the foil, straw in his mouth, the whole thing. And I was like, are you kidding me? And it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I was like, I don't see that in New York City. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happens. Of course it happens. But like, I, you're not walking down Sixth Avenue watching people, you know, smoking dope. Well, smoking dope, huh. but not smoking heroin, you know. Right. right, um, right. And then we, it, Alan picked me up a few days later and we drove to this. There was a fried chicken place that I had read that was good. So Alan and I drive to the fried chicken place and we drove through what is essentially sort of like a tent city to get there. Mm. Um mm. And I was like, wow, this is just another, it's, it feels like you're on the moon. It's like a scene from a post-apocalyptic movie, you know? Mm. Um, anyway, it's just very sad. But I, again, I don't, I don't know what the answers to any of this are. I mean, no, there are no good answers, basically. Well, there has to be a will to fix it. And at the top of the chain, there is no will. Yeah, yeah. And, and but even so, I mean, throw as much problems. money as you want at it. It's like it, the numbers don't go down. So what are we, you know, I, God, I don't know. It's terrible. I don't know. Um, wait, there was a couple of things that you, uh, you, oh, you sent the thing about Adobe thing, but did you read, I think there's a good reason for it. I, I I think they're going to be exceptions when I, I was talking to Richard about it and he's like, yeah, but the new versions killed the print drivers that I need for my software to work. Sure. And so, but I don't think it's about them screwing their customers. I think it's because something they had licensed in that software, they no longer have a license for. So they have to tell their users, you're really not allowed to use this anymore because. So go renew the license. I think it's one of these things where they like can't or won't or whatever it is. But I'm just saying that like, I don't think they're doing it just to push people to the new versions. I think they're doing it because they legally are obligated to say you can't use the old versions anymore, but I don't think anybody's coming after the old people using the old versions. You know what I mean? I think it's a COA legal thing, not a, it just feels goofy. It it feels, it feels goofy that they would, that they would start there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what version you know, are you using? Are you using a, a current version? I don't, I don't use Photoshop anymore. Oh, I haven't used you. Photoshop since I started using Affinity Photo seven years ago, whatever. Yeah. I don't have any Adobe products on any machine that I own. So funny. I, I mean, I still use Photoshop, but just because, you know, I do trade files with people and everything needs to be compatible. Well, you know? and, and that is where it is still a king. If if you're an individual photographer, use whatever you want. Yeah. But if yeah, yeah, or an yeah. individual designer, artist, whatever, use whatever you want. But if you have to share files, then yes, Adobe is still the king. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, um, still works pretty good. It's funny though; they've added all of these new things where some of the filters, all these neuro filters, actually some of them happen on the cloud. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So are you having to then send a copy of whatever you're working on up to it's the cloud in the for background, it to be affected? Yeah. In, in the background, it does. Which really? I don't, I don't, A, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm sure it's doing it like just, you know, it's, I don't think it's like looking at what's in there. I think it's just sort of, you know, but even selecting subject, like select subject, which is actually a really neat feature in the more recent versions of Photoshop. Um, there's a cloud option. So you can, you can have it basically upload the image to the cloud and have a whole giant system on the cloud, select the subject and send the selection back down. Wow. I don't find it that much better than just the local one. So I don't generally bother with it, but it's interesting that it says this is better results. If you let the cloud do it. I'm like, and, really? and once you're done with that, once you're done with that process, does it remove the image from the cloud and only retain the local copy? Or once it's yeah, in the cloud, I, it's in the cloud forever? I think it just sends the data up to somewhere. It does the stuff and then it sends the selection back and just dumps it in the cloud. I'm assuming that it's basically just using more compute in the cloud somehow. Hmm. But it, but it's, it's, it's weird. There's a number of things where it's now using the cloud to do things. And, it, and I don't honestly think that it's necessarily making it better. It's just, yeah, you know, it's just, if, if you could bring back one application that is no longer being made, if you could bring back one application and, and, you know, not even modernize it, just bring it back as it was so that it runs on current hardware. Is, is there a piece of software that you would bring back that comes to mind? God, I don't know. Did you have one? I was thinking about it the other day. Freehand, Macromedia Freehand. I, you know what? Freehand was always way better than Illustrator to me. Always. It made way more sense always. to me. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Freehand was probably the one, you know, that- It was that, such a great piece of software. Why did they- So Adobe bought Macromedia and they just killed it? Yeah, they killed it Illustrator. They killed um, X-Res. Remember X-Res? Right. That was their resolution independent raster app. They killed that. And I never, they, yeah, um, I never felt like, uh, I never, Illustrator never made sense to me. Like it always frustrated mm -hmm. me and, and I mean, I could do stuff in it. I could make it work, but I always felt like it was fighting me. Um, yeah. Right. Where it, I like the interface too. Yeah. There, apparently the there are still ways you can get freehand running or there really? used to be, I don't know if on the, on the latest, latest version, like on Ventura, but you know, there, I think you could get it running on El Cap. It's interesting because uh, a bunch of friends of mine were in Phantom of the Opera up until it closed a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, some of them had done, you know, 1,800 performances. And like all this Holy like, cow. Yeah, they'd wow. been there for years, you know. Um, but, but what was kind of cool is that some of them have been putting up pictures of them tearing down the theater. And in the back... There was, there was, there were signs on boxes, you know, like uh, electrical boxes on the wall that say, you know, phantom lighting setup, whatever. Right. But they were printed out. Do you remember the old sort of, uh, like, a um, uh, print shop pro and those kinds of things that could make banners out of, out of, uh, uh, um, uh, the, the dot matrix paper that had the things on the oh, side right 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 yeah the 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 uh what is it green green band paper yeah, so that had the little things that you exactly. perforate off on the side so it would yeah, just, it yeah, would yeah, just yeah. turn sideways and do you know what i mean go along the thing and make these <laughs> and and then 
it would come out. And so there were perforations along the banner, right? Spot that could pull. on impression, by the way. Do you remember this, right? <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There were still taped to the wall banners made like that because they were made in the early wow. 90s, late 80s. Wow. And then they showed the boxes that controlled everything. And they had, they were computers in rack mount with ISA slots. Like, oh my God. Right? Because that's what it would have been in the late 80s. Uh, it was wow. basically like an IBM AT, like running Phantom. Right. In turbo mode. Well, yeah. What are you going to, you're going to change it? You know, you're going to pull wow. that out and put something new and don't change it. And so it's this, it was this, um, yeah, a little microcosm. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find uh, who put them up because I, I thought that's it was great. Yeah. Was, are they what are are they up on Facebook or something or where are they? Yeah, up? I I will let me see if I can find uh Yeah, let me see if I could find uh yeah, I think somebody one of these people put them up. Yeah, it was just kind you of ever crazy. Seen that show? Phantom. You've seen that show? I saw you? it in 1990, 1990 and I also saw it in um uh I saw it in 1990 and I saw it uh, about 6 months ago with my mom and and Heather. Oh wow. Okay. We just decided you know what? Life is short. Let's uh, let's go see Phantom before it closes. Yeah, um, you know what? It was a good. Sh- I saw it in L.A. It was a good show. It's it was way a show. campier than I thought it was. Yeah, like, like, it was seeing it now is like I used. To, I was obsessed with Phantom when I was in high school, and I knew all the lyrics to all the songs and could sing along. I still can. Yeah. If you put on the stupid letters thing with the prima donna, like I can <laughs> sing all those parts. And, and now it's not far away from Rocky yeah. Horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Jeffrey, hit it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And and so um it's it's yeah, it's 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 a crazy it was it was a good show, but it was like a little weird watching it in yeah, it was it was strange watching it. Um hmm. because it, it felt so old. You know, it felt yeah, so yeah. Um, of, of, a of time, its time, of a period kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. use the original synthesizer sounds and the dun 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 You know, it's like it's, it sounds. So what, are they selling off set pieces and things like that? Or are they just I have no idea what they're planning on doing, but I'm sure they will, right? Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah, they would have um, to. I mean, gosh, that chandelier alone would be. You know, yeah, 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 whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was uh, kind of insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it just kind of cracked me up. They were using this old technology. It's like, well, they're not going to swap it out for no good reason, you know? Right. Um, so th- th- just going back to the you – know, I'm sure – I remember when I photographed the uh, – who's the typographer guy I took pictures of that time? The Eric famous Spiegelman? guy who did – the guy who did Verdana and 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 Bell Centennial, the, the one from the – Carter, Matthew Carter. Oh, uh, yeah. And he had he had an old – power pc based mac running os 7 or 9 because whatever the old type design software that he liked to use mm-hmm. was never like made for version os 10 of like fontographer or exactly something. Yeah, yeah 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 like yeah. the one that he liked or the one he had to use for xyz or had to keep open because his files were also in that he had a whole other computer system on his desk that was you know a at the time a 15 year old computer or whatever um, wow. because, you know, I mean, listen, type design is not using a whole ton of cycles, you know, yeah, right. you know, this, I think, and I his think, whole collection was on a stack of SciQuest drives off yeah, to the side. Or yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> speaking of which, did you also see, uh, the, um, here, I'll send you a link. 
the 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 King Charles portraits. The the have you seen this? They're terrible. Yeah, they're what? not very good. No. Wait, who said that? <laughs> hey, you, hey, I'm on the mic now. You shouldn't talk like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're awful. They're but, awful. Okay, but but look at the look at the look at the scroll down and look at the pictures. I mean, they're 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 competently done, and I'm sure the guy had like three minutes to do it. But whatever. But look at the picture Cecil Beaton made of QE2 in 1953. If you scroll down and they'll see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, listen, that backdrop, he had that backdrop made so it was like ready for you know, when she came in or whatever it is. Yeah, and look the, at these these new ones are a little portrait studio, aren't oh, they? Yeah. Yeah. But look at look at how out of focus the chair and the front of her dress are cuz he was shooting probably 4 by 5 or 8 by yeah, 10 right. even, you know. Probably the first time a a king of a, a monarch of England was shot in color, you know. Cecil Beaton, man. It's hard to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like really, you still look at that stuff and you're like, yeah, all you kids doing fashion photography. You ain't got nothing on this guy. He died half century. (laughs) Sit down. Right. It's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. But interestingly in this article, the photographer, uh, sorry, his name is, uh, Hugo burned Bernard Bernand, Hugo Bernand, um, was apparently hired by, He's 59 years old, but he was hired to take pictures of like King Charles years ago. They called him. Yeah, here we go. Um, uh, where is it? Where is it? Okay. Yeah. He took his Charles's official 60th birthday portrait. They called him to photograph their 2005 wedding and he initially turned them down. He said he had been on sabbatical in Bolivia at the time and had just been robbed. I had all my family's passports stolen, our money, our, my cameras. He recalled writing an email to the palace. But then he quickly changed his mind, and the wedding turned out to be a life-changing moment. Bernan said he no longer had to wait for the phone to ring for work offers. Now he could pick and choose jobs. So, like, mm. he, you know, he shot the royals, and everyone wanted to be a I royal. Mean, look, it's the same it thing just, as it is in 1600. Like, oh, it's the it, guy who painted the king. I want, I'm a rich guy who, you know. Funny. They're just ridiculous. Yeah. They're I mean, just, like you look at this and you're like, okay, you've got your little spotty robe and your little hat. And it just, yeah. ugh, it just. In fact, the on. one of Charles and Camilla, I think they're out of focus. I mean, why not just wear a nice suit? And, and yeah. let's, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to claim that, Hey, we're going to be more conscientious and we're going to, we're going to update this and like, okay, then, then do it a hundred percent. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting because I was re- I I am fascinated by not even ceremony but just weird long running historical things like this. So I actually mm-hmm. got up on Saturday and watched this thing because I wanted to see how they were going to deal with his anointing. Because famously in Queen Elizabeth, they actually shut off the video cameras, the 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 TV cameras. Mm-hmm. By the way, the 1953 coronation of Elizabeth was filmed in 3D. Huh. Little known. Didn't piece see that of- coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, so I, I wanted to see how they, how they did this whole thing. Right. And I'm like watching and I read all these articles about it, you know, they got the, you know, the coronation chair from 12, whatever, and blah, 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 blah. Right. And somebody's what's with the little uh, golden Chambord bottle. What's, what's that? The the, the orb. orb? Oh, the orb is very important. It's basically saying that Jesus is standing over the earth, you know, and he's holding it. So yeah, it's, it's all religious. He's holding, 
He's basically anointed by God, right? That's the whole idea. And Mm -hmm. right, right. But there's all that symbolism. But somebody like you said, well, just get rid of this. Have him in a suit. Have him put the thing on his head if he wants to put the thing on his head. But then somebody basically said, yeah, but if you strip all that stuff away, all of that stuff is really all there is, right? It's like literally emperor's new clothes, right? Right, right. So if you strip it away, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. And some people were holding up signs that said, he's just some guy. (laughs) Did they really? (laughs) Yeah, they were. (laughs) (laughs) He's just some guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's classic. Which is kind of genius, but you know, and, and, but here's the thing. And this is the thing that I, I think sometimes, listen, I've been in situations where I had X minutes to do something that I would have loved to have five times more time to do or whatever. Right. Or you have to have all this set up because you only have them for three minutes and then they have to keep going or whatever. Uh, my friend, Matt Carr has done all of those, you know, con film festival photo booth things, you know, where they just go yeah, from sure, booth to sure, booth sure, to sure. booth and shoot all those things. Right. Um, and yes, you know, we, as people who are into photography can imagine, Oh my God, how awful that this person only has three or five minutes or 15 minutes with the King and to take these pictures that are going to be there forever. Don't they understand how important this this is? Exactly. Like, come on. But the flip side of that is like, dude, getting your picture taken, even me as a photographer, if I take some picture that is the, let's say I get in some situation, I take some pictures of somebody that ends up being the picture these people are remembered by and they end up becoming really famous, right? Just by chance, whatever, you know, or I get hired to do it. I'm still just some guy like a reporter who took a picture or, you know, who wrote about them or somebody who served them a really great meal one day or whatever it is. Like, as, as important as the most important photographer in the world is, there's still just a person with a camera, which yeah. even as somebody who is a person with a camera, I understand how sort of inconsequential that is, you know? Right. 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 Um, right. And, 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 you know, and I'm becoming more conscious of that and trying to let that sink in a little bit more, you know, it's like I, I hung out with that uh, dancer a few weeks ago who was very successful dancer woman and i i said to her how do you how do you how do you keep in your mind both that what you're doing is incredibly important because it is to you but then simultaneously that in the grand scheme of society it's really just another thing you know yeah you know how do, how do you deal with that and she said that she has to believe that what she's doing is the most important thing in the world or else she can't get herself to do it yeah. 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 So it's I like you're that. you're tricking your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm just not that good at huh. I'm not good at tricking myself like that. Yeah, right. 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 You know? You know Are you, you you know what Charles looks like in this? Hold on. You know what Charles looks like in this? Oh boy. You, you ever go. see those people on YouTube that that you know, they're the ones doing the video but they like they turn to the camera and they go, "Oh, hello." Like they didn't see <laughs> you there like you like Charles has got this look on his face like, "Oh, there's a chap with a camera. Oh, yeah. hello. Well, you know, like he didn't that. know he was there, you know? I, it just, isn't it it's sad? Ugh. I mean, listen, w- he's trying too hard. And and he's been thinking about this for the last 70 years of his life. Yeah. You know? And he doesn't have, I mean, not that his mother was like the best person in the world, but he doesn't have whatever gravitas his mother had. You know? Maybe because we Correct. know too much about him and because we've seen him screw up so many times you know what i mean 
I, and, well, that, and I think there's still a lot of people bitter about the whole thing with Diana. Yeah. 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 Which is, and you, and you go, I mean, Camilla may be a lovely person, but you go, really? <laughs> nice, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Did I really? lose you? No. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I just, he's like, I stalled for comedic effect. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, obviously didn't know Diana, but she seemed like a really lovely person. Yeah. Like a, a, yeah. a, 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 a concerned at times selfless, lovely person. Yes. And uh-huh. I don't see that when I see these, I don't, I don't see that energy that light that that selflessness that humanity when i look at these photographs i don't see that yeah well i maybe if they took a few more minutes with the photographer they would have (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening folks there it is there it is you got anything else (laughs) nah i'm good i'm good i've I've pissed off enough people where are are you gonna get a skateboard now because i have one I am not going to get a skateboard, but I, I am looking at a new bike. Okay. I am looking at a new bike. Let me ask you something about bikes. Shocks, is shocks still a thing? They are, but they add a lot of weight. Okay. Um, and, and I will probably get what's called a gravel bike. Okay. Um, Which is like a, a bit hybrid? Tires. It's, it's, well, it's, it's no shocks, hard tail, um, but they're, they're a little bit more aggressive they're a little bit wider tires and they're a little more aggressive tread pattern um i don't like a flat bar bike my wrists don't like being on a flat bar bike um so i so think you, I'm you like the ones that turn all the bike. way to you where you're like like an old lady going along the boardwalk well, you, you, <laughs> no 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 just like a like a road bike bar oh i see but oh okay. they, they Wait, flare with the curls, out with the yeah, 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 a drop bar, but they flare the, out a little bit. What about the flat? With what about the ones that are like a bar, but kind of tilt back thirty degrees at the ends? You know what I mean, like a mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a cruiser kind of handlebar. That's you know what I mean, like a little yeah. bit halfway. Is that something people do? It, people do it. I'm. That's not what I'm looking at. I've also okay. looked at electric bikes. Yeah. Have you tried an electric bike? I have not tried one. They, can you go I saw down, you one guys, at Trader can, Joe's the other day. You can day. go downstairs and, or downstairs. You can go downtown and get one of the <laughs> city bikey ones, right? <laughs> go they, downstairs. Some of those are electric, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, down in the mall. Yeah, they're they're. It's it's funny. You get on, you just start pedaling, and you're going uphill, but it feels like you're going slightly downhill, even though you're going uphill. Right. It just right, assists right. you. They've a got little a, bit. a nice pedal assist. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but you know what? You need the exercise. Oh, thanks. <laughs> No, but isn't that part of why you're doing it? You're not just doing it. To... Yeah. Yeah. I love being on a bike. I really do. I just don't like, I've, I've got a Cannondale road bike and I love it, but the, the, the state of some of the trails and paths here are not really great for such a slim, tired bicycle. So I need something with a little bit wider tires. I don't want to go all the way to a mountain bike. Yeah. So I think a gravel bike is, is the way to go. Have you... Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been the person who can just sit and let go of the handlebars and go straight? Yes. I see. How do you do that? Is it leaning back onto the seat? Do you have to be like right above the seat or are you supposed to, where's your weight yeah, supposed it's just to be ba- when I mean, you do it's, that? it's all balance. It's all balance. You know, yeah, and I can, I can, whenever I, I do that, the front a, wheel just uh, tilts left or right. Like it just starts like wobbling a little bit. 
Well, then you're leaning one way or the other. Oh, maybe. Okay. I mean, I can also balance at a stoplight. Really? Yeah. Man, you should get a skateboard. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. He's just like, my friend just slammed and hurt his hip. I'm not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, no, thank you. I'll, I will continue to just track your progress. Thank you, though. Um, uh, what have you been putting out lately? Anything you need to... to uh, to, no, to I've, I've stopped for a little while because um, I'm photographing everything so that I have a proper catalog of everything basically lit the same way uh, so I can get the zine out. I'm doing a, a little zine in probably July. Oh, where are you printing it? Do you know? Um, yes, a company called Mixam. Mixam. They have M-I-X-A-M. They have, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have one in the U.S. and the U.K. The U.K. version has... Uh, a wider variety of paper choices uh, than the U.S. version, which is strange. I don't quite understand why. So I will probably end up having it printed in the U.K. But they'll ship to the shipped. U.S. Yes, oh, in the and US, it's still would you like to ship less expensive oh, okay. than just having it printed in the U.S. Now, how much does this end yeah, up cost? Do. What does this cost you? I don't know yet. I don't know yet because I haven't decided on on paper stock or how many pages it's ultimately going to be. So I don't know. So I'm doing, I'm actually doing two. I'm doing, I'm doing one that will get sent out to galleries and that's more of a comprehensive look at, at everything I've done or, or samples from sort of every stage. And then the zine will be specific bodies of work. And is there going to be a lot of writing in there too, or just the images? I don't think there will be a lot. I think there'll be a little bit of a setup. Um, and then, and then just images. And that'll, the way I'll do it is I'll do some images where you see the full piece and then I'll do some really zoomed in so you can see the texture because I think that's where my work really shines is in the texture. Sure. Um, so I'm shooting everything. Um, I'm doing two, two passes on each piece. I'm doing a, a full pass and then the section that I want to show rather than just cropping in, I'll reshoot that section um, as its own image as well. So I'm not just pushing in and losing resolution and fidelity and all that. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, I mean, I'm excited. Um, uh, I love you and I'm glad you're, uh, doing well and, and, and photographing. I love you too. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy these quite a bit. Uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks when I in bed in the hospital. <laughs> you're right. I'll come visit you in, uh, which, now which hospital you think you'll be in? So I know oh, where to go. Is there, is there a, is there a train stop near there? So I can, uh, I'm I sure really I'll be right by Penn station just for you. Uh, uh, uh podcast that I'll, I'll, br- I'll bring you a slice <laughs> podcast that I'll take If you want to send us uh, questions or feedback uh, or whatnot, uh, we'll get it. And yeah. uh, we'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. Bye. Yep. See you. Thanks for being here. See you.